Tom Swarbrick on LBC. It's Friday. It is near enough to 10 to 6 as damn it on LBC, which can mean only one thing. For his final twirl of 2023, from Washington, D.C., Simon Marks, American Week. Tom, as we get ready to wrap up another somewhat alarming American year, 2023 is going out with a bang, not a whimper. We've got some breaking news right now. The Colorado Supreme Court, get this, has just ruled on a challenge to Donald Trump's appearance on the state's 2024 ballot. This is a stunning ruling saying that Trump should not appear on the ballot in 2024. This is a historic decision. It's a momentous decision. As the Supreme Court itself says, they are in uncharted territory here. CNN breaking into programming with the big news late on Tuesday. For months, Trump detractors have tried to persuade courts all over America that the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution bars the former president from trying to get his old job back. In courtroom after courtroom, they got nowhere. But Colorado's Supreme Court became the first in the land to buy the argument that Trump is disqualified from seeking the presidency because he engaged in an act of insurrection by inciting his mob to engage in their deadly rampage on Capitol Hill on January the 6th, 2021. We used to joke about Trump derangement syndrome, but uh, we know what this is all about. Sebastian Gorka, former White House advisor to Donald Trump, telling LBC's Ben Kentish that the Colorado court, with only Democrat appointees on its judicial bench, was engaged in an act of political skullduggery. They know that Biden can't win. Latest polling today has President Trump trouncing the old man, and they just want to make it impossible for the American people to freely choose their ne- next chief executive. Just on the facts, the latest polls do not show Trump trouncing Biden, but they certainly indicate that if the election was held today, Trump would narrowly win it. The White House did not immediately join the celebrations of Biden supporters who dared to hope that the Colorado ruling was just the start of a process that will eventually see Trump removed from the political field of battle. But by Wednesday, when he arrived to campaign in Wisconsin, President Biden was ready to react. self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies, I'll let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported an insurrection. No question about it. None. Zero. Except, as Trump's lawyers have successfully argued in courts in New Hampshire, Michigan and Minnesota, he hasn't been convicted of insurrection yet. And the federal trial that sees him facing criminal indictment over the January 6th riot has not even begun. It may fall to the U.S. Supreme Court here in Washington to make a final decision about whether Trump will be excluded from the Republican primary contest in Colorado. Whatever opinion the court hands down will be hugely controversial, not least because Trump, as president, appointed three justices to the court who have given it a Republican-leaning majority. On the campaign trail... What you're seeing the left do is they will use the power of the state to advance their agenda. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, whose efforts to unseat Trump as the likely Republican presidential candidate, have gone nowhere. Other participants in what we should not really call a race for the nomination, given Trump's massive lead, also chimed in. Just because these liberal justices don't like him, they want to take him off the ballot, that's not a democracy. I do not believe Donald Trump should be prevented from being president of the United States by any court. I think he should be prevented 
from being president of the United States by the voters of this country. Nikki Haley and Chris Christie there further indicating that no one trying to become the Republican standard bearer in next year's election is willing to risk offending Trump's legions of supporters. And former Attorney General Bill Barr told CNN that the Colorado Supreme Court decision might look like it's a blow for the former president but may not be. He uh, feeds on grievance, just like a fire feeds on oxygen, and this is going to end up as a grievance that helps him. Another test of Trump's mettle may be right round the corner. The Detroit News is reporting today that an audio tape exists of the former president instructing two officials in Michigan not to certify the outcome of the 2020 election. We've not heard it yet, but it could lead to fresh criminal indictments of Donald Trump and members of his inner circle. One of those inner circle figures had a truly awful week, but many Americans won't be shedding much of a tear for him. Possibly we'll move for a new trial. Certainly we'll appeal. The absurdity of the number merely underscores the absurdity of the entire proceeding. Rudy Giuliani, Donald Trump's one-time lawyer and political advisor, reacting to last week's news that he had been ordered to pay $148 million to two election workers in Georgia he defamed on social media. Without any evidence to back up the claim, he accused them of committing election fraud at a 2020 vote-counting centre. This week, Giuliani filed for bankruptcy, but that won't protect him very much because damages for defamation are ineligible to be eliminated during bankruptcy proceedings. And even after the judgment, he kept at it. Of course I don't regret it. I told the truth. They, they were engaged in changing votes. There's no proof of that. Oh, you're damn right there is. Stay tuned. Crackers, and not of the Christmas variety. To understand how much damage his claims did to the two women he targeted, entirely innocent civil servants, here's one of them, Shay Moss. The flame that Giuliani lit with those lies and passed to so many others changed every aspect of our lives. Our homes, our family, our work, our sense of safety, our mental health. Our greatest wish is that no one, no election worker or voter or school board member or anyone else ever experiences anything like what we went through. Stunning, of course, that any of that needs to be said, but that's where America finds itself at the end of 2023. And as we brace for the roller coaster that will dawn on New Year's Day, if this week underscored anything at all, it is that we should all be ready for surprises on the road to the White House. Americans aren't in the mood for the rematch that currently seems inevitable between Biden and Trump. Millions of them would be delighted if events conspired to avoid that eventuality. The president ends the year with approval ratings in this month's Monmouth University poll of just 35%. Things are so bad that even Vice President Kamala Harris is now more popular than her boss, though only by one percentage point. Democrats need a saviour, and some of them are quietly hoping that there is one out there. My heart is a Christmas tree farm where the people would come to dance under sparkling lights, bundled up in their mittens and coats, and the cider would flow. And I just want to be there tonight.
Taylor Swift, who, as luck would have it, really was brought up on a Christmas tree farm in Pennsylvania. She has previously expressed regret for not speaking out against Donald Trump during the 2016 election campaign. Might she make up for that next year? It's a real question, because when she urged her fans to register to vote three months ago, record numbers of first-time voters acted on her plea. Little wonder that top Democrats like Governor Gavin Newsom of California are taking her possible political engagement seriously. Well, I think Taylor Swift stands tall and unique. What she was able to accomplish just in getting young people activated to consider that they have a voice and they should have a choice in the next election, I think is profoundly powerful. Republicans see Taylor Swift as a threat. Trump backer Tommy Lauren is a commentator on Fox News with her own advice for young Americans. She has an incredible ability to get young people excited about politics. I would just hope when she says things and she advocates her policies, I would hope that young people do your own research. Don't just Mm -hmm. parrot the talking points you're hearing from Taylor Swift that, to my knowledge, isn't that politically savvy. Let's see if Taylor Swift chooses to dip her toe further into electoral waters in 2024. In the meantime, Tom, the mere idea of it gives me the chance to play myself out with a seasonal tune and wish you and everybody out there a fabulously Merry Christmas. And to you, Simon, my friend, I tell you what, finishing off his American week this year by playing Taylor Swift is about the best thing he could have done, to be honest with you. Such Swifties are we here on the programme. We're done. 2023 has been one hell of a year. What's coming next on that side and this side of the Atlantic will, I'm afraid, probably knock it all into a big cocked hat. It's going to go gangbusters, so don't miss out.